City Church, happy holidays up in this place. You did it, you did it, ooh, you did it. You wrapped tamales, you unwrapped presents, you sang carols, you drank eggnog, you put up the stockings by the chimney with care, and then you ate menudo and cookies and pie, and you ate and you ate and you ate. Now what? Now you're feeling like this, you know? You're just like, oh, now what? Right? Now what? It's that weird season. We're like over Christmas and then uh, now what? You know, New Year's isn't quite here yet. That's what I want to address today is the now what? My name is Johnny D. Like they said, I'm a student pastor. I'm a husband, a father, a free spirit, a beekeeper, an adventurer, an alpha male, a people loving Jesus following Texan from right here in San Antonio, deep in the heart of the West Side. Welcome, welcome City Church family. If you're new, if you have never been to City Church before, if you're visiting City Church, if you're here because you got piggybacked with family, like you're not staying home, let's go. I uh, didn't trust you with the leftovers and the pets and you're here. Welcome, welcome to my tribe over in the video cafe and all in between. We've spent the last three or four weeks talking about the Christmas story. And if you missed the Christmas story, I'm gonna give you the Johnny D super paraphrased ghetto fabulous version, right? So baby Jesus, the son of God, is born in the dirt. Mary, his teenage mother, had him in a cave or a barn, whatever you wanna think of. And her husband, Joseph, you know, the guy who got, somebody else got his wife pregnant. They put him in a bin where creatures come to eat. And then a bunch of loser, social, outcast, stinky shepherds show up and they're like, hey, uh, we saw and heard uh, from angels and they told us to come here. A couple years later, these wise men, these wise guys, these magis show up with presents for the birth of Jesus, you know, with really, you know, incense. They showed up with incense. They showed up with spices for the dead. You know, somebody in here got incense or spices for the dead kind of present. You're open incense, you know, spices for the dead. They showed up with incense, huh? They showed up with spices for the dead, then some gold. So they redeemed themselves at the end. That's the Christmas story that we've been talking about. And then they all lived happily ever after, right? Because we all live happily ever after. I don't know about you, but if you read the Christmas story, there's a lot of drama in there. There's a lot of hardship in the Christmas story. And we'll recap that a little bit here and there, but that's what I wanna talk about is the now what? Like us today, we've got bags of used wrapping paper, a refrigerator filled with leftovers that we're never gonna eat. We've got increased waistlines. Our credit card bills, our shopping bills are being tallied right now as you're sitting and enjoying this. They're being tallied soon to be mailed just to you. <laughs> now that Christmas is over, now what? Let me give you the answer right up front. I hate suspense. I have adult attention deficit disorder, and I'm old on top of that. So sometimes people are talking to me, and I'm like, come on, get on with it. So 
If that's you, I'm with you. I'm, I'm that kind of jerky. So let me get right to it. I'm going to give you the answer. These are Jesus's words. Now, we were just talking about Jesus the baby. This isn't Jesus the baby's words. This is grown man Jesus speaking. This isn't Ricky Bobby Jesus speaking. This is Jesus is like 30-something. He's got 12 disciples, 12 followers. He's three years into his ministry. You want to talk about hard. Look at the life following Jesus. That is a hard story. So things are crazy. He knows things are about to get crazy. Er, er, er. Um, he's about to be arrested. He's about to be tried. He's about to be killed. So he's trying to prepare them mentally for what was coming. And Jesus' bestest bud, John, records this in the 16th chapter, verse 33. This is grown Jesus saying, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. You will. You will have suffering in this world. Be courageous. I have conquered the world. You, 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 you will have suffering in this world. The Christmas story was hard. Our life story is hard. I know what hard is like. My parents dumped me and my siblings when we were teenagers, and I'm not kidding or exaggerating. They got divorced and took off. Me and my 16-year-old twin sister and 12-year-old brother figuring it out, hiding from social services, making it work hard. I've been divorced. I've been lied to. I've been swindled. I've been fired. I've been betrayed. I know what, it, I know what it's like to bury my children, to lose loved ones younger than me and older than me. Life is hard. Men, guys, males, carnales, life is hard. Being a man is as hard as 5 a.m. on a Monday morning. Life for men is hard. It was hard in the time of Jesus. It was hard for Joseph. Joseph, Mary's husband, Jesus' stepdad, who somebody else got pregnant. How's that for Charlie horsing your plans, men? You have a dream, God says, get up and go here. And then God says, no, get up and go here. Joseph had it hard as a man. Jesus had it hard as a man working. Jesus had a laboring job. Jesus, he would be a day laborer is what we would consider. It says he was a carpenter, but there was no wood in Nazareth. He was more of a mason. He dealt with rocks, built rocks, moved rocks, banged rocks. He had a hard job. Those of you who work, work, work for a living, Jesus knows what it's like to have a hard life, to have a hard job. Three years into it, he's with his buds, and 11 of his best buds, 11 of the 12, end up either betraying, deserting, denying, or doubting him. That's hard. 2019, men, the pressure's on, the pressure to succeed, to perform. You get married, and then your wife and kids are looking to you for a direction. We live in a culture, men, of more, 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 more. We have these smart, I hate that word. We have these words, smartphones. They're not smart. They listen to us, men. They're eavesdropping on them. Say it. I wish I had a kookaburra. You open it up, and it's all, you need a kookaburra. There's a kookaburra on sale right now, telling you what you need and how you should look and how you should live. Man, that is not the American dream. That's hard is what it is. Jesus tells you, men, you will. You will have suffering. But he says, be courageous. Do you even know what that means? I didn't know what that means. I love looking things up. I, I'm old enough where we used to have to look it up in the dictionary. Now I got it here. You know, my R2-D2. So let me give you the difference between courage and bravery. 
Jesus doesn't say be brave. The Bible talks about brave things and brave deeds, but dozens of times in his word, it says be courageous. Courage is different. Jesus is asking you to have courage. Most scholars, most um, teachers, most dictionaries will agree that if you boil down the definition of bravery, being brave is something you have. It's something you're born with. It's in your genes or your DNA. It's in your blood. But courage, the essence of courage, is not the absence of fear. It's the presence of fear the understanding of consequence and the deliberate choice to fight, to move forward in spite of danger and pain. Men, be courageous. Move forward. Fight. Look up Jesus's words. He uses the word fight a couple of times. I like that. That's an exciting word for me. As youth pastor, you probably don't want to hear it, but that's all right. I like to fight. Life is hard, men. You're going to succeed. Be courageous. Fight. Lady life, lady's life is hard. Mary had that baby in terror, in the dirt, in a cave. Pregnancy is hard. I know that firsthand. My wife's been pregnant eight times. Six of them survived. I watched what she had to go through. I've seen how hard her life is. Imagine Mary, 2,000 years ago, a teenager having that baby, trying to comprehend that you're having the king of kings, that you're, you're, you're having the son of God, but somehow you're wrapping him in rags and putting him in a bin that animals eat out of? There's no doctor follow-up visits. There's no baby wellness appointments. Just here's a kid, go live. She had it hard. We live in a world, ladies, where they tell you that you're treated equal and the opportunity is equal, and we know it's not. Life was hard then. Life is hard now. Jesus tells you, take it. Take courage. Choose to move forward past the pain, despite the fear. Single moms, that's a little separate category over there. Ooh, I know your life is hard. 30 years of youth ministry, seeing what you go through, listening to the kids. And now there may be some single dads out there. I'm not trying to discount you. I'm not, I'm not, I'm just saying percentage wise, there's more single moms. You get to go work. You get like, you like that? You get to go work for a company all week. Then you get to come home every night and cook and clean and be mom and be dad and do the dishes and clean the house. Be courageous, single parents. Be courageous. Jesus tells you, I have overcome the world. He said that 2,000 years ago. Before you even hear, he's telling you, I have overcome the world. He says, hold on to me and let's move forward. Be courageous. Move. What do we do? What do you do if you find yourself at the bottom of the social ladder and yet angels show up and say, here, go find the Messiah? How do you tell your boss that? Um, I need a break. These invisible things came and told me I got to go. Were the shepherds young people? As a young adult pastor, I got to wonder, were the shepherds like the millennials of their day, everybody old, just harassing them and discounting them, giving them a hard time just because they're young? Stop giving these young people a hard time. You better hope they take care of you later on. <laughs> Being young is hard. 30 years ago, when I started youth ministry, we were saying, Young people today have it harder than ever. And 20 years ago and 10 years ago, this is a different kind of hard. 
The, the, the millennials, the young people today have it different. They have the knowledge of the universe on a handheld device. They don't need you. They don't need you to tell them anything. A generation ago, they had to come to you for the answers. Now, thanks to YouTube and Wikipedia, which is 100% truthful, they don't need to go to you for advice or information. But what they don't have is experience. What they don't have is insight, and that has them in a dilemma. It's hard for them, too. These wise men from so far away, what stirred inside of them and sent them traveling? A star? Were they following a light? Were they following a glowing orb? People get all crazy. They're like, well, there was no star. Let me tell you something. It was a supernatural thing from a supernatural God in a supernatural act because he's supernatural and wants to do something supernatural in your life. Take courage and let the supernatural happen. These men got up. They had to be the Johnny D's of the group. Where are you going? I don't know. Where are you going to end up? I don't know. What are you following? That thing. Because they had courage. Something inside of them told them it is time to go. And they went. Be of good courage. Life is hard even when we don't have an altering encounter with the holy. What about us down here now? What about us who haven't seen angels and stars? Life is hard for all of us. Rich, poor, educated, not, young, old. He tells us, be courageous. You will. You will have suffering in this world. But be courageous. Jesus says, I have overcome the world. Every week you come and you hear, City Church exists. The reason that we exist, the reason that we gather, that we do circles, that we have services, is so that everyone, everyone, bankers and bikers and poets and prostitutes, moms and messy girls, dads and lost boys, rich and poor, that all may come and meet Jesus and not just meet him, but have this abundant life. That is why we're here. That is why we're talking about now what this morning, so that we can experience this, so that we can be courageous, that we can live courageous, that we can move forward, that we can fight. We have to admit that we need him, that we need him to hold us, to deliver us. In this world, he says, in this world, you will, you will have suffering. So the holiday is mainly over. Now what? Jesus is what? It's ultra simple. It's just not easy. It's one of the hardest things we're ever going to do. Remember, courage is not the absence of fear. It's the presence of fear and the understanding of the consequence and the deliberate, the deliberate choice to fight. Does anybody in here remember that crazy cartoon, Courage the Cowardly Dog? So there was this jacked up cartoon about a dog called Courage, but Courage was a coward. And every episode, he proved to you that he was a coward. Fear, danger, threats came, but Courage, the cowardly dog, every episode chose to be courageous. If you say, is Courage brave? Nope, he doesn't have it in him. You may not have it in him, in you. 
Jesus isn't saying, do you have it in me? He's saying, choose, choose to be courageous, choose to push past. Terrified, teenaged Mary chose courage and did what she had to do to have that baby Jesus. Joseph buckles down and does what he has to do because that's what men do. Amen, men? We do what we have to do. The wise men, God bless those magi, getting up and following their star for choosing courage. Be courageous. Move past the pain. Life is hard when we bury our babies, when our bank account has less than 80 cents in it, when it seems like all is lost. That's when we must take courage. How do we take courage? How do we take courage in these trying times? This scripture, this one scripture holds it all. I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. Where does that peace come from? In Jesus. I've been blessed or cursed, whatever you want to call it, to have friends who have millions of dollars. I've hung out with guys who have hundreds of millions of dollars, but they have no peace and not on any given day would I want to be in their shoes. I would rather have peace. I've been with rich and poor over many continents, and his peace is worth more than anything than this world has to offer. And he says, if you will take, if you will take this courage, you will have this peace. Will you choose it? For those of you in here this afternoon, this morning, who call City Church your home, you would tell people, yes, I'm a believer, I'm a follower, I'm a Christian, I'm an evangelical. I have faith, however you would word it, your now what is to find the way, to find your path, to find your herd. Something happened. Something happened in the last two decades where somehow being busy was equated with success. And we're now so busy. I'm busy. I'm busy. I'm too busy. I'm busy. So when we tell you join a circle, when we tell you find your group, you say, I'm too busy. One of my jerky friends, because I appreciate jerky friends, they're truthful and I need more of them in my life. I'm a jerky friend, so don't ask to be my friend if you don't want to jerk. One of my jerky friends, one of my jerky friends, I missed something. I'm like, oh man, I really wanted to do it. And just straight up, like past the butter, he was all, we make time for what's important to us, Johnny. That's right. We make time for what's important for us and to us. And if you call yourself a believer, then you need to find that small group, find that herd, find that family, and band together. How are we supposed to let the world see our light shine if we don't get all those lights together and let them so shine? We're so busy. We're on social media, but we're not social. We have followers, but we don't have any friends. We have information, but we don't do anything with it. This is the reason that we push so hard for circles or small groups here. Find a group. There's a kiosk out there. You can get online. Find a group of men. Find a group of women. Find a group of bikers. Find a group of hikers, knitters, fishers. Do life together. Social media affords us the opportunity to say, look at me, look at me. And when people try and get close, we're like, whoa, whoa, what are you doing? It's time to get together and change things, body of Christ. We invite you to courageously connect this next year. We are the light. 
Maybe you're here, this series, before I even jump over it, this next series, follow, that Brent, Pastor Brent starts next Sunday. Believers, churchgoers, that's gonna get down, nitty gritty. That's taking the gloves off, taking the tape off, and going bare knuckle. So please come in. That is going to help you conquer 2020. We encourage you to be a part of this next series. If you're new here to City Church, maybe you don't even understand what we're saying. Maybe you were dragged here, tricked here. Maybe you've only been here a few times. Maybe you're still trying to figure out, why do we sing those songs? Why are there lights going all over the place? Why is this guy screaming and waving his arms? Maybe you're new here and you don't understand most of what we're saying, but this is what you do understand, that there's something going on inside your heart right now. Ooh, there's something going inside your head right now. If your heart is a furnace, it may be black, empty, and cold, but there's something smoldering inside of it. There's something stirring, and you're like, I don't know what's going on. I'm mad, and I'm sad. I want to hug this guy. I want to punch this guy. I want to walk out right now. I want three more hours. That's you. I'm talking to you right now. You're here for a reason. We're telling you, take courage. Take that next step of faith. Take that next thing. I've heard I've heard the horror stories that you have shared with us this last year. They're not maybes, the real life stories of you being raped this last year, of you being diagnosed with cancer this last year, of you losing your job, of you losing your mind. Yeah, I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you right now. Your answer is here. You've been looking for a sign. This is your sign. You've been looking for a word. This is your word. Take courage. Take it in Jesus' name. I'm going to pray with you in just a minute. Don't leave. Don't leave without praying that prayer. It's not crazy long. It's not complicated. You're just going to say, all right, Jesus, I think you might just be who you say that you are. You agree life is hard. You talk to us about your life being hard, how it's filled with anxiety, how you're tired of being tired, the loneliness. Courage has overcome, or I'm sorry, courage needs to overcome you. Will you pray right now? Will you pray with me and just say, Jesus, show me. That's it. Jesus, show me. One of my favorite prayers ever was by my friend. Friend, I know him. I know this guy, Travis, came home drunk one night, sat on his carpet and prayed, Jesus, do that thing you do. And then passed out. That's the, beginning of his, that's the beginning of his story with Jesus Christ. Let this prayer be the beginning. You want to close your eyes? Go, okay, close your eyes. Close your eyes. Jesus, do that thing you do. Jesus, I believe in you. That's it. You did it. You're in the club. We live forever together in heaven. Amen and amen. You're in. Now just come back. There are those of us who are in here, and you, you would say, I'm a disciple of Jesus Christ you weirdo, <laughs> you Jesus freak. I know you. You know that God is your goal and nothing else. I'm talking to you. You've abandoned, you've abandoned the want of your life and you're not just a follower of Christ. There was thousands of followers. You're following him. I'm talking to you right now. I need you to take courage. We're about to dive. Ooh, 
we're about to go deep in next Sunday, not just with this next series, but with 21 days of prayer and fasting. There is going to be some spiritual furniture moving around up in this place. If you don't understand it, that's all right. Just start praying and fasting, and you will see how heaven and earth over the next 21 days, starting next Sunday, are going to be moved by our prayers, by this fasting. Disciples, get in on that. We had the little slide up earlier that talks about revive. That's just a bonfire for Jesus freaks. That's when we all get together and sing extra long and pray extra long and people are being healed. People are being delivered. That needs to stop just being on Wednesdays. Stop just moving a little bit on Sunday. Start moving all over the place all the time. Stop just praying at Revive. Stop just looking for healings at Revive. Do it all the time. All the time, disciples. Now is our time. Take courage. City Church is at a tipping point, and it is the disciples, it is the followers, those who are following Christ who are going to change things this next 12 months. Disciples, will we band together? Can we get together and say we are going to take courage? We are going to push past the pain despite the fear? John 16, 33. He says, I have told you these things. Jesus says, I have told you. I've told you these things so that in me you may have peace. You will have suffering, okay? We're gonna suffer. Just get into it. I'm that dad, right? When my kids come to me and their tooth is loose, they're like, is it gonna hurt? I'm like, yes, and it's gonna bleed. (laughs) And they're like, all right. And they brace themselves. Can we brace ourselves? Can we stand on this scripture? He says, Jesus says, be courageous. I have conquered the world. Now, the prayer team is going to come up here in in, in a minute. And if you're not done, we're not done. There are so many. There are so many opportunities. I don't know where you're at. If you just said that prayer, then let me pray for you. If you're already a believer, let me pray for you. If you're a disciple, let me pray with you. In Jesus' name, we just thank you right now, Lord. We stand on your word. We take that courage. We move past fear. We move past the threat of danger. Make us courageous. Make us courageous. Make us courageous in Jesus' name. Amen.